Hey guys, it's Brad. Welcome to Remote Software Genius. All right, we're live. Hi, Elise. Hi. How you doing? Good. So, part of a recurring series. We're going to do this once a month, yeah? Because it's fun. The first one was fun. First, first hard-hitting question. Do you know of any other brother and sister team who are in the same male-dominated profession and just killing it? Do you know of any, any other one? Can you think of one? No. I can't. Well, one of them is dead. Michael and Janet Jackson. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, it's funny. It's, it's fun to have you. It's fun to nerd out with you sometimes, you know? It is. Yeah, it's good. And, um, I mean, it's fun to, you know, talk about nerdery. The boys asleep. It's late. It's 8, 8.05, which is basically midnight to me. Mm -hmm. So cheers to you. Um, thank you. So for anybody who doesn't know, Elise is my sister and a software developer and she has an intro an intro podcast about her life uh, many episodes ago so go listen to that if you want to hear about Elisa's life today we're just going to talk shit <laughs> about something the, today's shit talk is about remote work in general Elise went on remote work what's that the future of remote work. Yeah, the future. The future of remote. So everyone's wondering, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? We're remote. Uh, so, I mean, I read some stuff. It's like, uh, in Europe, things are opening up more. Kids are actually going back to school full time in Europe. And they're saying that uh, kind of in the population, 50% of the work can be done remotely. And like, half of that cohort has chosen to go back to work. So in a world where uh, kind of pre-COVID, maybe only 3% of the workforce is kind of working remotely, now there's 25%. And we're still like not pandemic over. Um, I think there's a million questions around that. Like how, uh, is it like company by company? How, is it group by group, person by person? Um, and it's, it's fun and easy. Well, it's easy to guess the next year. The next year, like companies have policies in place already. People have to plan. But what about like 2022? Right. What, what do you, what do you want to do at least? You, you've been, you've been remote. You've been remote for a long time. But so yeah. let me tell you what I think. And then you can correct me because I like sure. playing this game. I think you started out your career remote. And it's tough to start remote, right? Like you're, it's tough to get, I think, good mentorship remote, although like everybody tries to do it. I think it's, I think it, it, there is a solution there, but I think you survived in a weird start to your career and then went to this in-person bootcamp, got a lot of uh, value out of that, I think. You gotta tell me whether do you think a, a, a remote boot camp would have been as good? Uh, for me, no. I liked the in-person responsibility and accountability. You know. Yeah, you need a taskmaster. You need a taskmaster. I, I, I know about. Well, you. at the beginning of my career, I did. Yes, for sure. Now, not so much. But 
Okay. So you had this this thing, this boot camp, and then you had some. I, I think a good kind of post boot camp in person experience. You had a lot, maybe more than you asked for in person office experience, and now you're maybe happily kind of back to where you started. I I don't know. But what does that mean for you in the future? I feel like you've you've oscillated. You started remote, and you kind of oscillated. What do you what do you want to do in 2022? I personally very much enjoy working remote. I'm very comfortable working remote. So right now I'm thinking if the option is available to work remote forever, then why the heck am I living where I am living right now? Like yeah. I could kind of be like a nomad and travel and work everywhere, yeah. which is very intriguing to me at this point in my life right now. Some good books you should read. There's one, they're all Tim Ferriss recommendations. Number one, you read The 4-Hour Work Week. He talks about working from anywhere in there, and that's like way ahead of his time. And there's a lot of ideas in that book that are ahead of their time. And I think the title turns a lot of people off. Like, four hours, lazy fraud. So it's like not exactly that. There is some, he's like selling brain pills like that don't really work for half of the book, but it's interesting either way. But then there's another book he recommends called Vagabonding, uh, which is, which is pretty good. Uh, anyway, I'll send them to you. But yeah, I mean, I think that's cool. I think it's as a recent parent, I think that's cool until you get yourself pregnant. And then it's like, then you got to settle yourself down. You don't want it. The minute that I'm in right now, childless, recently engaged. Yeah. I feel like it's our time to go travel and we yeah. can work from anywhere. And I feel like there's a lot of people who are in that boat right now who maybe this is their first time working remote and they enjoy it and maybe they don't enjoy where they live so much and it's opening up more options. I don't know. Yeah. Remember Orion Savant? There used to work with two people called Orion Savant. We won't tell more, but they're they were sweet. Kind of, I think they ended up getting married, but they're like lifelong couple traveling the world. Do it like one week they were in Tokyo, the next week they're in Mexico, and they're both brilliant, brilliant developers doing their thing. And they seem very happy. I think they were, we had our conflicts, but they were like ultimately very smart and like they they delivered on what they promised. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean I think it's more trailblazers but um for sure that's fun what, what do you think about so you're not an employee at facebook i'm not an employee at facebook but facebook's policy so facebook says okay we're gonna be remote uh and you can live anywhere but if you choose to live in the quad cities of iowa where Allie's from uh we're going to give you a pay cut, right? You start in San Francisco. Let's say, right, like Facebook engineers, you're getting paid a million dollars in San Francisco. If you move to the Quad Cities, we're only going to pay you $500,000. Because of the cost of living in Iowa? Yeah, that's what they say. Interesting. I think it's bullshit. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Okay. If you're like, of course, I'm joking about the numbers, but they're not. I mean, they're, they're close enough. But uh, here's what you do is I think you keep you keep an apartment in San Francisco that you Airbnb 
claim that as your residence, take the million dollars, move to the quad cities or move, uh, or, you know, go do the, there's like all these, have you seen these other things? Like, like Bahamas, not Bahamas, Aruba, Antigua. So like everybody in the Caribbean who's like just dying for tourists are like, Hey, if you test, if you test, you have the COVID antibodies and want to come like commit to be in Bahamian for a year or something like we can like let you, you know, work remotely. There's all these like work remote incentives. Of course, it's like no taxes or, you know, whatever. It's the wild west. Yeah. Or I have not heard about that. But that's you, gotta read, you gotta read up. You gotta read up. What, what's your nerd, what's your nerd reading, by the way? What's your like, what's your go-to? Oh, you, you just get it by osmosis. Do you not? Is it just like I have this back overflow every every uh, you have what? I have a browser plugin for Chrome called Muzili. Okay. I said M-U-Z-L-I. And you get to pick your like genre. So okay. pick like design or code. And it gives you when you open up a new tab in your browser, just like the top trending articles so, right now there's time engineering handbooks and who's paying them to put those articles up there i don't know don't trust them i don't trust envision. them it's by envision by you know, in, envision why do i know that um, name? it's a design tool oh that's what the muesli thing is a, yeah. they make oh interesting the google Chrome extension thing. Mm. Yeah, I don't mess with that. Sounds good. But it's fun. We should do it. We should do a whole podcast about news sources. I could talk about it for days. You gotta pay, you gotta pay for what you read. Right? If you want to read stuff online, especially if it's stuff that's very important, you gotta pay. All right, offline. All right, what? I said all right, offline. Offline. What a dumb name for a for those. Everyone who hasn't heard of this startup that we started, or I started, and at least was a part of, oh, offline, offline magazine. Yeah, it's a dumb idea, but we got a lot of downloads, though. We crushed it in downloads. Just it wasn't dumb. It was a great experience. Yeah, it was learning. No, it was it was fun. It was fun. It was learning just, experience. I wish we would have branded it differently. The branding hurts me. I thought Mackie did a good. So we hired the the guy who did Instagram's logo. They did our logo. He's super sweet and like the man, but is that the guy we met? We told, we told him to call it offline, and he called it offline, and it was a digital magazine. It's like, what are we doing? I get the point of it. It's like we we could have we could have thesaurus that one out or something. Anyway, back back to remote work. Back to remote work. So other things, other things that I've read that I think are interesting. We we're we're doing a night shift right now in a way that. Uh, I read especially, and I think that's mostly among parents, right? Like, I think there's like the post-college kind of like hangover crowd who always work from like whatever, 10 or 11 till whenever they eat dinner. Who knows? It's like the Barcelona eating crowd, which I've, I've never really done well because I was working in finance early, like getting up early for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then there's the there's the parent crowd, which I've always kind of been on that parent schedule, but it's even worse now. It's normally like seven to whenever. Um, now it's more like eight to three, and sometimes in the middle of the night because I gotta like pick up the kid. And like what they, what people have seen, because you can like those those people 
aren't you, you have trackers, you have like work trackers on your computer, right? Like your like, activity trackers. A bunch of new software on our computer. Yeah. All your After your manager bots. Oh. What the manager bots say is that people are like working until the kids are off of school, and then there's like a a spontaneous night shift that happened during COVID. Do you find yourself doing that? I find myself working longer hours because it's easier to do that not to step away which is not the greatest but yeah i'll work later because yeah yeah i do it i do it sometimes i don't work later i like well it'll always be like a like dinner break but then depending on what it is i gotta come down and, and do my stuff oh no oh no it keeps me honest though you gotta get one of these fellas the old minute minder the tomato timer? The tomato timer. You do a little Pomodoro. You give it 22 minutes of effort here. Just highly recommended, you guys. Oh, can I show you something else? It's stupid. So I feel like James Bond now or International Airport. I have oh, two clocks, baby. Got to check on the Ukraine. What time is it in the Ukraine? I was like, I had so many. I was like just Googling time Lviv too many times and like there was not a good widget on my phone and stuff. But now I can just, oh shit, it's 3.15 a.m. in Ukraine. And if you look on our Slack, our Slack? the Ukrainian Slack, oh, Lvivimir's up. There's like too many people up still. This, this guys are nuts. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I think they're doing all right. It, that, that's a, that's a problem. Like this kind of like some of this remote work shifted schedule stuff, like for Europeans working with American companies, like they have to deal with oh, yeah. that all the time. It's like the like morning quiet time and then there's meeting time and then there's like a random like kind of night shift time. It's all, the, the work, work will eat your whole day unless you like, unless you kind of pull the reins on it. And what I've found is like the hours, I, Sorry, more I read I read a lot at least. More things I read. So Reed Hastings, CEO of Netflix, ten years ago, PowerPoint. It's PowerPoint about Netflix culture. Mm-hmm. It says it's all about performance. I talked Elisa, the wife, she's I talked to her about this. She's like, Oh, it sounds so it's like it's designed to make people nuts. But I think there's something to this part. So it's all about performance, right? And two things about performance. High performance even with low effort, will be rewarded with bonuses, raises, whatever, right? Effort doesn't matter. Where A for efforts will be rewarded with big severance packages, get out of here, right? Like just putting in the time, not gonna cut it. And I think like at the the end of the day, uh, that's like true for the business, right? For a business, it's like, it's all about the performance and like, it shouldn't matter how many hours you clock. Right? What is your metric on effort? Time? I think I think for me I'm like using time as a as a proxy for effort. Right. It's kind of like the office space problems. Like the dude does nothing and like shoots his mouth and gets gets a big raise. But I think like something it's funny because like sometimes it's true. Um, but but I think the big the big thing that was missing though is like the the mentoring part and like the bringing other people along part right because if you just have a company that's just all about performance 
like, yeah, that's true for you as a company. Like Netflix needs to have subscribers. Otherwise Netflix can't exist anymore. Like needs to make content and all this other stuff. But uh, if you don't, if you don't like train new, whatever producers, technologists, whatever it is, then you end up continually paying top dollar for the free agents that are available that are amazing, which like is fine, but you don't get good value for that. Like those people are expensive kind of like for a reason, fine. You can just like, you can be the Yankees if you want to, but everybody hates the Yankees. And I think there are a lot of people who don't want to work for the Yankees, right? Like you want to like work for a team that's going to like grow you, grow with you. And it's important to have like high performers on every team. But I think like, I don't know, men- mentorship matters. I think yeah. actually, the, actually, it's not, they sound physically very close. Maybe at least you don't care. I, I don't watch sports, so you should know. You're almost as much as me. I, I watch I, But I like, I watch like documentaries about sports all the time because it's awesome. But I think like compare the Yankees to like the Patriots and like Bill Belichick and the Patriots, Bill Belichick, is like I'm a great coach. I can like uh, scout anybody. I can like design any offense, any defense, whatever. He looks for value, right? Like it's like all the lost puppies in the NFL end up going to Bill Belichick and like doing great. He's a good mentor. He's a good mentor, right? He's a good mentor. He's like yes, performance is key, and it's like do your job. Right? It's fine. And he's like very different from let's say this guy uh, who's not no longer coaching in the NFL anymore, like Chip Kelly. We used to coach at Oregon, came to Philly, and he's like, and he's probably right, but he's telling all the guys, all these professionals, like, make sure you guys go to bed, go to bed at nine, and like, don't eat cheesesteaks, and like, you know, whatever, <laughs> like, like, make sure you drink enough water, and it's all very reasonable stuff, but he comes in, and he like, kind of micromanages their time, where you need to like, bring them along spiritually, mentor them, and here he was like, treating them kind of like college kid punks, which is what he was kind of used to dealing with, so. Anyway, that's my that's my sports analogy for. I think think it's real. (laughs) You're right, Margarita. Do you do you have a salt rim on that margarita? Nope. Licked it off. Lime juice and olive juice in it. Yes. Um. Okay. We still we've talked around a lot of stuff around. (laughs) around remote work but like what's the what's the takeaway we have a takeaway or we just don't need one this is just shit talk what about offices closing down to save money to save money yeah i mean i think that's i think that's it it's like it's everywhere i mean i i take that further right it's like shut down your office save the money there Mm -hmm. hire like a hybrid team like part like overseas as well i don't think you want to ship out and outsource like all of your all of your brain work but i think the prices are are too good to not do that Mm -hmm. and i think there will be teams out there like the yankees who always pay the top dollar and refuse to work with the up-and-comers whether they be you know the developers from michigan like us right or the developers from Poland or whatever it is it's like you got to be in in the bay to get to get them to get the bucks or to be on the team but I think the like the Yankees stories while they like might get headlines I think the, the companies that like the group of companies that really do well 
find a way to like save right they don't waste money on just stupid stuff it's not like like unlimited kombucha and nitro brew on tap is expensive it's really mm-hmm. expensive like i just started i just started buying coffees for myself today and i was like i got it was it's big like i'm like i'm 33 years old i've like saved some money okay but it's like like that's it's insane. It still it still hurts me almost every time. Like, oh, this is so nice, but it's so expensive. And imagine doing that for all of your employees every day. It's like mm-hmm. stuff adds the, up. The snacks and coffee expenses have been pivoted to at-home expenses, like buy yourself a new work chair or. Yeah, but I, I still think that like some of that goes away. Like your work chair is going to outlast coffee, you know? Yeah. So plus all the time. It's all okay. So there's there's just this, the money from the business perspective. Okay, assume we got these people for eight hours, and then like, or whatever it is, or whatever your deal is, you save. You the business saves money not having to have an office. Um, mm-hmm. They can hire cheaper employees because those employees can live anywhere. Although like I don't think they can do what Facebook does. I think what Facebook is doing is like kind of a scam. I think you have to like pay the rate. Right, your rate has to be the same. I think everybody's rate at Facebook could go down. But saying like, oh yeah, us, oh, the, yeah. The, the Mountain View crew gets 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 the million dollars, and all your other schlubs, who used to get a million, now get like the direction doesn't. It, it could be a bonus for like having to be in in California. So, it opens up the talent anyway. of your hiring capabilities, but whatever you pay, I don't know. But for sure, it opens up who yeah. you can hire. Yeah, but, but there's the there's the business angle, and I think that like chips that's that twenty five percent of people who might be working home from home for forever, I think that like from that the business reasons help support that. But on the personal level, level, I've always been I sold my car in twenty fifteen, never looked back. Amazing commuting is for the birds, you guys. It's a waste of time. Like, man, okay, if you're training into New York and, like, get to read the paper and have a coffee and then, like, you know. Have your ritual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe maybe the train, maybe the train's an exception, like, but the driving, LA, hello? No, or, <laughs> like, like, even, like, taking the, the Apple bus or whatever from, like, the Bay Area into, into campus, like, it seems nuts to me, but, but... Some people love being in the office and love that, and they need that. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's all going to be based on personal comfort, how comfortable you are to go back to the office, how productive you are at home, how productive you are in an office around people. Maybe it's a half and half kind of thing where you don't go into the office every day or. No, and I, I think I think there's something to that. Like I still have, I mean, for me, it's like I'm gonna continue to pay. I think I pay like WeWork a hundred dollars a month, and they handle my mail, and I can go book a conference room there, or I can have an office, a hot desk there for one day a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I I get it, and like sometimes I want to do that, but also oh, so sorry. I got I got more on this though. So we got the commute thing. The commute you get extra hours in the day. It's two. It's up to two extra hours per day that you get. For meetings. Yeah, really, they get filled. It fills meetings. I, mean, I think we need to like improve the meeting flow. I think people are working on that. But 
can we talk about laptops? Laptops or bad? I went through in the past five years, I probably went through how many how many do you think? Oh my god, you? Yeah. Twelve. No, more. I think I think like fifteen. Fifteen. Oh my god. Since. How many have I been through? I, I don't know, probably like two. Exactly. Two. Yeah. And they're both still here. Yeah, so 15, 15 laptops. But I, t I hate laptops. Like, I just hate it. I was like, this thing is obsolete when I buy it. Like, it's like, can't run half the stuff I need to run. And it's just like, oh, the battery, I can't plug it in. I have to, like, baby the charging because it's going to, uh, yuck. Like, the hard drive's not big enough so I can, like, triple boot and all this other stuff. Now, like, you know how I think the terminal is the way of the future? Everyone... Yeah. The terminal is it's stupid. It was the way of the past, the way of the future. In the same way, the desktop. The desktop is making a comeback. Home working, right? Dude, I got a desktop and like my desktop got like terabytes upon terabytes, 64 gigabytes of RAM, 16 mm -hmm. processors, two mm -hmm. GPUs. Like it's a, it's a race car, man. And like it's amazing. And it's it's expensive. Like I've, I've like it's a big investment. But like for the machine learning stuff I do, it's worth it. But it's also like, it's two laptops. And I bought 15. I bought and sold them. Like I would like buy it for 1500 bucks and sell it for 1200 on eBay over and over again. But as a company, you're not going to buy a desktop for somebody and then ask them to ship it back to you when they quit or leave. Like the laptop's the cheaper option. It's the more yeah. manageable option. And yeah. I don't know. If you're gonna buy the desktop for yourself and use it, sure. I don't know. That's fair. I guess my, I mean my, my utopia is just made for me. I guess nobody else gets <laughs> to come along. But it's awesome. You guys should buy desktops. Desktops. The laptops come shipped to you with all the software and shit that you need for yeah. your job. Yeah. Locked down. I don't want it. I'm locked on my own. I get it. And if you want to do it that way, maybe maybe there's an option. We either give you the laptop or you can opt out. We'll give you a credit of X amount of dollars. You build it yourself and go crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's go nuts. Newegg, you guys. Newegg, great company. This podcast is sponsored by Newegg. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, yeah. And I've, I know, so, okay. Desktop's going back. Anyway, I, I think. Well, that makes sense. Your point is. You know, it makes sense. It's, it's, it's also like, it's almost always, it almost always makes sense to rent like cloud computing when you can, but like, it's, it's funny that like, because of like the GPU usage for like machine learning, it's like this unique time where actually the cloud compute is more expensive than just having your own desktop. So yeah, whatever, I can spend six grand on it. I think I probably did, but it's stupid, but whatever. I could spend six grand on a desktop, but if I, I had that training box up um, for even like with like 30% utilization, I would like spend that in a year um, renting it from Amazon. So that was, that's at least what I tell myself. Uh, another fun thing, sorry, just stupid. I've embraced the iPad. I was a long, I was a hater of the iPad for a long time. I just like phone, I don't care about this thing. But now that I'm desktop, I just, I just hate laptops, right? So I go desktop and then I can like use my iPad to VNC when I would need to, or like all the, 
all the apps and stuff on iPad are super nice and just reading on the iPad is an absolute joy. Um, I gave you my iPad. How's it going? It's gone. It's gone. I got a new one. It's gone. Okay. I mean, I, I haven't really used the iPad much, so I don't know. Yeah. The um, app's nice. They are. Yeah, it's nice. Apple came out with a new one today, too. But anyway, I think I think it's you basically. I think we're basically there. Like the, we're slowly chipping away. But the the future is right. Like, it's not going to be for everybody. People are going to be able. I think there there are cities that win a little bit. I don't think the big cities go away. Right. Like New York is still going to be awesome, and LA is going to be awesome for its own reasons. Hopefully, like they become a little bit more affordable or less congested or whatever it is. Which is that little tweak, and then like whatever Kentucky gets that little shot in the arm right like boom Kentucky let's go I love Kentucky Kentucky <laughs> Tennessee fun. Louisville is sweet but uh, that was telling me about Boise Idaho how that's supposed to be a gym <laughs> I think Boise is uh, I'm out on Boise actually but uh, uh sorry people in Boise uh but yeah I mean, I mean I think that you get a small change it's not a wave the wave is kind of over. You've seen the wave. And then like you still get the group. So half of the half of the workforce could work remotely. There's a lot of people for various reasons, whether it's to like get mentorship or escape their family or just to focus, need to go into the office. Mm -hmm. They're gonna continue to do that. But then there's it's gonna no longer be, I think, stigmatized. I think work homework has been destigmatized. Which is huge. For sure. Which means that like people can can work from home and have it not be like a thing. Which yeah. you know we've proved we've been productive working from home. And we got two clocks too. Two clocks. And, and oh. a big old desktop. Anyway, um yeah, I think I think that's that's the jam. Um what, what else? Are you concerned about anything else or do you want to go, go chill? Concerned? Yeah. Anything on your mind? Mm, I don't know. No. All right. Let's call it. This was fun. Um, we'll do it next month. And uh, Still working remote. Yeah, we'll be doing, I mean, I'll be working remote for the rest of the year. No. No, January no. until January, and that's the reevaluation point. You'll, you'll see me in this desk until you see me. <laughs> you just don't see me. <laughs> this is the spot. This is the one. The desk I like. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Elise. Um, I love you. It was fun. And um, yeah, I mean, you're Janet. I'm Michael. Jamon. That's that is that we started with the bang with that. <laughs> All right. Bye. That's it for today. We'll see you guys next week. Feel free to send us a voice message, an email, or a LinkedIn message. You can see all the links in the show notes. Have a great week.